This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 1345. Everything you need to know for true-false not given and yes-no not given. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Want to get a band nine on IELTS reading like so many of our three keys students have? You need strategies. Today we share strategies for the most difficult questions. True, false, not given, and yes, no, not given. Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Aubrey. How's it going? I'm great. How are you, Jessica? I'm fantastic. I went to Goodwill yesterday um, because I dropped off a bunch of stuff and I got this new sweater from Goodwill. Ooh, I like it. I went to Goodwill on... the other day, too. You get, oh, you Goodwill did? Did you week. get any good I stuff? I took one of my daughters. She's 15 and she likes oversized shirts, especially like concert t-shirts, right? Metallica, whatever. We yeah, found yeah, her yeah. so many t-shirts and I, I can't find that in regular stores. So Ooh. it was perfect. Guys, if you don't know what Goodwill is, it is a secondhand store here in America. So it's all used stuff. And Aubrey and I love a bargain. We don't want to yes, buy new clothes. Only the, only the used stuff. And it's like they're good stuff. Like this is a nice sweater. You that know? is a really nice sweater. I know. All of these t-shirts would be $20, $25 online. I got them for like a buck each. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Anyway, guys, we are here to talk about Yes, no, not given, and true, false, not given today. We got a student question about this, and we haven't addressed the reading part of IELTS in a little bit. So we're going to dig into some reading strategies today, guys. Um, but first, since we are talking about reading practice tests, Aubrey, um, what number was our listening practice? We did a live oh, listening yes. practice episode. Yes. If you guys missed that, it was 1335. So you could scroll up to awesome. check that out. IELTS part one live listening practice. This is great. If you need more listening practice, if you're running out of practice tests, this was a really fun one. So you can listen to the audio we provided. We provide strategies too, so you can figure out how to get all of the listening questions right on test day. Yes, exactly. That's an awesome episode. So today we're going to go step by step through the reading strategy for yes, no, not given and true, false, not given. Um, let's read that student question first, Aubrey. 
Okay. It says, hi there. I'm a big fan of your podcast. You guys make English easy to learn. I love feedback like that. Yes. I'm so glad. I'm a student from Taiwan and I'm going to attend IELTS. However, I always get into trouble with the reading test Mm -hmm. between false no and not given. How can I improve this part? I am really confused. We get questions about this a lot. I think that is the most difficult to tell whether something is no or false or not given, right? Yes, that is definitely the hardest part in the whole true, false, yes, no, not given um, scenarios for sure. So let's start just by defining what those terms mean, true, false, not given, and then we'll go into a strategy. And then guys, we're going to give you some examples from a Cambridge practice test. So you know that these are legit questions and answers straight from the mouth of IELTS um, itself. So let's talk about the definitions. What is true, false, not given? Yes, no, not given. Yeah. So first, the difference between yes or no and true or false, this information will be in the text and it either matches, right? Keywords match. So we know it's yes or true or it contradicts. The information is there, the keywords match, but it's opposite information. So we know it's no or false. Exactly. So when you find the keywords from the question in the passage, you know the answer is there, you read around it, and then you you think about it. Okay, do these two things, do they agree? Do these two statements agree? Are they basically saying the same thing, right? Or do they disagree? Do I look at the passage and think, well, that's the opposite of what the question said. Like that, I, for sure, that that doesn't make sense. That's a no. Um, all the information is there. It just agrees or disagrees. So that's yes, no, true, false. And not given, there's just, there's something in the question that is not in the passage. You look at the passage, you find these keywords, you know the answers here somewhere, and you think, oh my gosh, I cannot match all these keywords. <laughs> this is not all in the passage, then it's not given. Right. If you ask yourself, do I have enough information to be able to answer that question? And the answer is no, then it's not given. This reminds me, my son, my children have been coming home with math problems from school. And right now they're working on story problems where sometimes the answer is we don't have enough information, basically not given. They have to figure out, like, can I answer this problem or do I not have enough information to answer this problem? So I I was thinking about the IELTS exam. I was like, oh. You're preparing here for yes, no, not given (laughs) questions. (laughs) That's so interesting. Oh, the new math. I've had to teach some of that new math with all the blocks and stuff. Um, (laughs) We did not learn math that way. And so it's weird to be teaching it that way. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, So these are the steps, the step-by-step method for finding the answers for yes, no, not given or true, false, not given. Um, These strategies, guys, they're taken straight from our online course, Three Keys IELTS. If you want the complete system of strategies for all of the toughest question types, like matching headings to paragraphs, for example, lots of practice, um, then go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. All right. So when we get a reading passage, what what is always the first step? 
Yeah, step one is always to take just one minute and skim the entire passage. You are not reading every word. You are skimming, reading kind of first line, last line, skim the whole passage in one minute just for the main idea, just to open your brain box about what is this passage about. Exactly. So, um, yeah, we we recommend just taking one minute to look at the first line of every paragraph just real fast because you need to have the main idea of what the paragraph says. Warm up your brain paragraph <laughs> text. <laughs> you need to have the main idea of what the text is about before you look at the questions, because then when you look at the questions, you'll know what they're talking about. Right. You'll understand them immediately. So first we take one minute to skim and then we look at the questions. So what do we do if it's true, false, not given, or yes, no, not given? Yeah, the first thing to want to keep in mind is that these are usually in order. If they're not in order, they'll be right next to each other. Like two answers might be in the same paragraph. So you want to go one statement at a time. This is vital. You don't want to be jumping all over in the passage, wasting time. Start with the first one, scan. Once you find that answer, you can continue from there down to find the next. Exactly, exactly. Um, yeah, it's really important to to realize that all of the reading strategies are about time. They really are like yes. every strategy. Um, yeah, they're geared towards getting you the right answer, but as fast as possible, because um, you only have one hour for the reading test, right? And you need to answer 40 questions. These are not easy questions, not easy articles. So it really does come down to strategies. Um, so in the in our course, we tell you which question types have answers in order in the text and which are not in order. So, so you know, so you save time. Um, all right. So we realize that these are usually in order. So we know we're just going to go one at a time, right? So we look at question number one and we underline the keywords in that statement in number one. What are keywords though? What do we underline? Yeah, these are any special words that will be easy to find. So names, numbers, nouns, adjectives. This will not be the article topic, right? If the, the passage is called types of entertainment, the word entertainment will be everywhere in the passage. That's not a keyword. Exactly, exactly. Um, oh, and negatives, guys. Don't forget yes. that negatives are super important in these question types. These are small words like no, not, maybe even never. contraction, don't, mm. yeah, never, none. <laughs> right. um, these are tiny words and they can be easy to miss. But guys, keep in mind, these words are usually the key to tell you if something agrees or disagrees with, with um, information in the passage. Exactly. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. So once we have those keywords, we scan. So since they're in order, 
we start at the beginning. Remember, scanning is not reading. We are only using our finger to run across each line, using our eyes to look for, not read everything, just look for those keywords. If, you, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can sort of see us acting out the, the strategies as we're explaining them. Exactly. So you're looking for those keywords or parallel synonyms for those keywords. And then once you find them, you stop and read the sentence around it carefully, because this is where you're going to find your answer. Okay, does this agree? Does it disagree? Or is the answer not given? Exactly, exactly. So right now, guys, uh, we realize it is difficult to understand strategies without real examples. So um, I have a test book here, Cambridge 3. Yes, I know it is a little bit old. But guys, these IELTS question types do not change. <laughs> right? <laughs> There's the yes, no, not given, true, false, not given. They're always the same type of question. So I am going to read the statement and then read the part of the passage. And Aubrey, uh, you are going to chime in and tell me what matches. What do you think the answer is? And we'll go from there. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. So here's the first question. In 1903, women in Australia were still not allowed to vote. Um, so this passage is about women's suffrage in Australia. So um, we're not going to choose women or Australia or vote. I'm going to choose a 1903 and not allowed. So I scan, 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 and I find 1903. And then I read that sentence very carefully. That sentence in the passage formed in 1903 by the political campaigner Mrs. Emmeline Pankhurst, what a name, and her daughters, Christabel and Sylvia, the WSPU began an educated campaign to put women's suffrage on the political agenda. Now, I look back at the question and compare. Remember, the question is, in 1903, women in Australia were still not allowed to vote. So do you think that agrees with what I just read or not, or is something not there? Yeah, this is interesting because all it is telling us is that this was becoming, it was on the political agenda at this point, right? So it it does tell us that they weren't yet allowed to vote because exactly. it was just barely, you know, even they were just barely becoming aware of it. So of course they were not yet allowed to vote. So it looks exactly. like a yes. Or true. Exactly. Um, yes. So we can see from that sentence that uh, they they weren't allowed to vote yet because they were <laughs> they were trying to get it on the agenda, right? They were trying to to uh, be allowed to vote. Okay. Um, so here is the next one. The main organs of communication for WSPU were its two newspapers, okay? And here it says, um, I'm going to scan, 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 and I find newspapers. And it says, the newspapers produced by the WSPU, first Votes for Women, and later the Suffragette, played a vital role in this communication. Again, I compare that to the question where it says, the main organs of communication for the WSPU were its two newspapers. Aubrey, what do you think? So this is interesting because playing a vital role doesn't mean it's the only two forms of communication. What was the question again? Does it say like the main two forms of communication? Yes, it says the main organs of communication were its two newspapers. So this is interesting because I would say 
possibly not given because we see that it's telling us these are both vital, but there could be other forms of communication as well. Mm, yes. Well, think? I I think we can um, not overthink it here. This is a good this is a good example of where we don't overthink. Um, so I'm gonna just match vital role in the communication with main organs of communication. Those mm. are parallel expressions. So that means those keywords are there. Don't overthink it. Right. Don't try to read between the lines. I'm just going to match keywords and I see all the keywords match and they agree. So the answer is yes. That's a good point. You can see where, you know, I might have gotten this one incorrect. We can see how students often get these incorrect because if you exactly. start reading into it, like, okay, it says they're the, they're vital, but that doesn't mean there aren't more. So yeah, that's true. We can't make inferences. We can't assume something that's not there. If we're matching keywords, then we're going to get that correct. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so this is <laughs> this is a really good lesson, guys. If you think too much, you'll probably get the wrong answer. That's something right. we say in the course. Don't read too much. Don't think too much. Just follow the strategies, right? Matching keywords, write the first answer you think of right after you match the keywords all right here is the next one the women's ex exhibition in 1909 met with great opposition from parliament so i find women's exhibition and 1909 and here is the sentence the most notable of these was the women's exhibition which took place in 1909 in a knightsbridge ice skating rink and in 10 days raised the equivalent of 250,000 pounds all right, I don't see anything about opposition from parliament. Exactly, exactly. So this could potentially be not given though, because if they did um, receive that opposition, we wouldn't know, right? I can't say that it's no, because there's nothing here that contradicts that necessarily. Exactly, there's nothing about opposition, we don't know. Now, here is the last step here, guys. If you are not sure, if you cannot match all the keywords, then you can read the sentence before and the sentence after, okay? And mm. I'm not gonna go through and read all those sentences, but still none of those extra keywords are there. So I write not given and I move on. Okay, one last tip here, guys. Let's say for that first question I read, I'm still not sure about it because you know that sentence didn't say they're not allowed to vote. Like we did make an assumption right? We didn't match the keywords. We just read that sentence and think, well, they're putting it on the political agenda. So that must mean they can't they vote can't yet. Vote. Okay. Right. So I put a little asterisk next to there. Mm. When I finish, I'm going to go back and check my answers with little marks on them. Like you can do on the computer test. You can mark something for review. So as I just said, you can look at the sentence before and the sentence after to make sure. Now, here is the sentence after what we read. This says, um, New Zealand, Australia, and parts of the United States had already enfranchised women and growing numbers of their British counterparts wanted the same opportunity. Now, what do you think? This says in 1903, women in Australia were still not allowed to vote. And it said Australia, New Zealand, and... Another doesn't country. matter says australia it they're says australia. already enfranchised to enfranchised. vote now this is a very difficult question because you have to know what enfranchised means like you <laughs> true 
context, right? If you read this sentence, you can tell from the context it's right after that other sentence. You can tell they're talking about the right to vote. Um, but that's a difficult word that a lot of students wouldn't be familiar with. Yeah, you really have to use the context clues there and yes. to know that they're still talking about voting, right? Because that sentence says this opportunity. So that pronoun this refers to the right to vote in the sentence before. So now I see all those keywords match, but they don't agree, right? So now I change my answer to no. And again, like we said, that word not, that's what gave us the answer. That right there is what gave us the answer. So guys, I hope this uh, demonstration has shown you the uh, correct thought process. And it is involved. It is complicated, but it does give you the right answer. And I promise you, these are the fewest steps that you could possibly take to be sure of your answers for true, false, not given, and yes, no, not given. Well, and you can really see how these strategies need to be practiced. You're not going to be able to read like, okay, these are my steps. Awesome. I can go on test day and be ready to do that. Mm -hmm. This takes some practice to be yeah. able to read these questions, match whether it agrees or disagrees, not think too much, not read into it, know when you're going to have time or how to, you know, have that willpower to mark it and then come back later and read the sentence before and after. You're going to need to practice these strategies so yeah, that a lot. they feel like second nature on test day. Exactly. Like our students that have gotten nines, so many reading nines from Three Keys students, guys, it's because they learn these step-by-step -step strategies and they practice them over and over again before test day. So one more time, guys, check out our online course that is guaranteed to increase your IELTS score. Um, go to allearsenglish.com slash keys. That's K-E-Y-S. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica. This was fun. Thanks, Aubrey. Bye. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.